probably end up talking about dicks half the time or something anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but we're gonna talk about dicks. Cool. Whenever you're ready, you can go ahead. Okay, sweet. <clears throat> you don't need to get weapons right here. Or is, it, or is it all set no, for the last time? Should be set. Yes. Sweet. Okay, perfect. Welcome to Monsters Conquer the World. I'm Matt, and I'm joined by Ralph. Yep. <laughs> and uh, this pod, this is the podcast where Ralph and I yak about monster shit. Uh, usually kaiju flicks, but we've made some fun detours into some other monstery subjects, and I think we will in the future too. And uh, today I am uh, oh. indulging my dark side and Little. drinking a white monster. You're a white Zero monster ultra. man. <laughs> yeah. Very good. I'm a light blue monster man. Ooh, no. I, what's the flavor of that? Uh, Toxic waste, I think. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> monster flavor? I don't fucking know. That's the only one I drink. And the reason it's why I drink yeti that. Yeti piss. Yeti piss. Piss. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're in luck because Yetis have delicious pee pee. Yep, it dang, does, it tastes pretty it, good. It's cool and refreshing too. I see. I never thought, Ralph. I never thought I'd be into water sports, but I guess if a Yeti's in town, go for it, yep. dog. Yep. I'm mad. I'm your human toilet for the evening, <laughs> as usual. No, you were last only... week on the bonus episode. Oh, that's though, if you oh, dang yes. it! Well, you wore that Yeti <laughs> costume. Well, you tricked me. Ah, I seduced you. Classic, uh, classic Ralph prank. You know what's becoming a thing on this show mm-hmm. is people of or uh, people of the Bigfoot family mm-hmm. uh, and weird sexual practices. Yeah. Yes. Yep. You got, uh, boy, what would you even call it with, with Bigfoot? Watch, Age play or? Watch me take watch, a dump. Oh, play. It's a, yeah, I see. So yeah. it's it's these uh, Yeti-like creatures uh, engaging in some version of uh, scat or pee-pee poo-poo play. All right. Yeah, we're we're telling on ourselves now, Matt. We got to move on. Yeah, we, we done goofed. Uh, so, so when it comes to monster movies, I've been watching this shit forever. I'm a, a huge dorky super fan uh and then ralph kind of comes in with the fresh perspective the new set of eyes and we hash it out and have a little fun while we do it uh so this time we're talking about 1972's godzilla versus gigan this was uh this is actually it was pretty good i'd say i enjoyed half of it solidly and Mm -hmm. i enjoyed the other half but it's just all fighting Yes, uh, yeah. the last 40 to 30 minutes is just a fucking knockdown, drag out yeah. brawl. I'm not used to them being so like, one half is this and one half is that, you know? Like, yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's. Usually they like mix it in the story. It's, yeah, it's usually a more, there's a little more finesse and they kind of spread out the the monster action and the human scenes but right. this one is a little not it, bad it's just a different structure a little lopsided maybe oh uh, uh, yeah but uh we'll well, we'll sort of like a that. power rangers episode <laughs> yeah yep. yeah yeah my chair is making a lot of noise yeah, what no, can we hear those please oh yeah noise chair yep 
That's good. That's good, That's good to have in a studio. Mm-hmm. Yep, our amazing studio. Well, speaking of our incredible studio with uh, the finest furniture and these piles of cocaine mm-hmm. and... You know, we've got uh, a wait staff here bringing us drinks. Yep, uh, yeah, only uh, the crispest Yeti piss. And that's... It's a, it's a your piece, sir. <laughs> oh. Do you need this squeaky chair? Oh, oh it's uh, <laughs> it's Florizio. Thank you, Florizio. Oh, you're welcome. Florizio, you're the best. Oh, Thank you so much. Yes, sir. We'll abandon this one. But... <laughs> Um, uh, Florizio is a beloved Monsters Conquer the World podcast Fuck character. Florizio. No. <laughs> Sorry, Florizio. Do you need the squeaky chair? So this, so I, I wanted to jump to a, a 70s Godzilla movie because we had uh, just watched a Gamera movie and uh, Gamera movies have like, they got their own flavor, right? And yeah. And uh, so I wanted to jump to a 70s Godzilla movie because I wanted us to watch a lighter, basically like wacky wrestling superhero Godzilla movie to kind of change it up from uh, from some of the stuff that we had seen before. And this is in this point in Godzilla's history as like a movie character is really interesting to me because uh, it's 72 uh, Japan's going through a recession, so the budgets have dropped. Gamera's picking up a lot of steam. Ultraman is picking up a lot of steam. These two characters are both kind of taking a big bite out of Godzilla's pie. And so Toho says, okay, we got we to gotta kind of change gears a little bit. Kids want fights. They want gore. They want crazy space monsters. And Godzilla vs. Gigan fucking hammers it all home uh, on the cheap. I don't know if you noticed. Really? Yeah, it's it. Uh, there's actually, and I, I hadn't really noticed this until this last viewing. There's a lot of stock footage, and stock footage is is like the the fan term for reused shit from previous movies. Oh, okay. Like special effects shots from older Godzilla flicks basically get cannibalized and reused in this new movie. And a lot of it is actually from Ghidra, the three-headed monster. And that's why I noticed oh, it. Oh, I didn't notice that. There, there's even a shot where you can see uh, little baby Mothra for a split second. Oh, jeez. Yeah. But it's funny because we had this, even with even with me being cognizant of that, we both had this same thought. We were talking about this before the podcast. Okay. It looks great. It looks fantastic. Yeah. Um. I was for me it's the design of all of the the set and all of the weird technology that they th- throw in. I love the I don't know that kind of like stark 60s design even though it's the 70s it looks 60s to me. It's got you know? right there's that that bleed over yeah. into it's not like it's 72 or right, something. Yeah. yeah. It's not like on uh you know New Year's Eve 1201 1970 everybody right. agrees. It's the, the 70s is now. I've shut this other shit down. No more yeah. of that no more blinking lights. Right. We're done with blinking lights. Right. Nothing is silver anymore. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, there's that there, it's that natural kind of bleed from one style into the next so you have uh aesthetically you have a lot of 60s stuff but you you do have that 70s stuff creeping in we were talking about the fashion is always so fucking fresh everybody looks so good in these movies uh even the bad guys with their outrageous neon orange suits i'm like yeah dude i'm here for it 
especially them. Yeah, I think. with the they got like yeah. a pink cravat under their suit jacket. And it's like, mm, mm. yeah, we get a hippie in this one. I love the like chubby hippie because uh, uh, he's eating corn when you see him the first time. Yeah, and I I just love people that are eating whole move for the entire movie. But yeah, the, later on the he and the other guy eat a, a couple of bananas, and it's just like kind of. It's funny to just watch these guys in a scene just eating bananas. They're just hanging out in a in an apartment and and having a little snack. Right. It's very endearing and it makes me think of actually Brad Pitt specifically and especially in like the Oceans movies. Dude man is always eating shit and there's like yeah. a, there's like a fun energy to that. There's like a kind of a casual like <laughs> whatever, I'm just here. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure exactly like what it tells you um about the character but he always eats shit in movies yeah yeah and i think he just knows that he looks good doing it right it's like like how tom cruise always runs right like when i chew it doesn't look good it's like clearly like someone is doing a job there's a task that needs to be done the food needs to be eaten but with brad pitt it's it's just like yeah man you know i could be doing anything but i just it felt like doing this. There's a lot. Yeah. There's like some style and there's this, yeah. this, this big energy to it. I just felt like chewing an apple. I right needed now. to eat something, man. I didn't even really need to. I just thought it, it'd be fun. I like food. Yeah. Uh, no, but for Club. me, it's like this food now. This is my in. life. Yeah. I need, I need sustenance. Yeah. What were you going to say? Oh, just in, uh, in fight club, there's an early scene where, uh, Tyler Durden is speaking on the phone with the narrator and he just loudly aggressively into the phone <laughs> receiver just going to town on some potato chips. Oh yeah. And there's yeah, yeah. such there's such an energy to that. There's he's almost big dogging him in a way yeah. like mwah, 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 like I don't it's, give a shit. It's yeah. snack time for Daddy Durden. I don't know. I, that, that bugs me to hear someone chew. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like why it's why different. Is, why is in that a movie? Yeah. Why is that cool when he does it? Oh yeah. Right. Okay. Sitting on the couch farting and like <laughs> eating potato chips. It's like, I don't care who the fuck you are or what you oh, look like. Yeah. No, in real life, Get it's out of fucking here. obnoxious. Get out of here. Pretty please. No, I mean you can fart. I you just what were you gonna say? I, I well, I had a, a roommate freshman year of college who was a very unusual man, uh-huh. and uh, I won't get into all of the details. Jerking of this, off uh, in weird places. No, no other weird er. Jerking stuff? off in normal places at the wrong times. You know, I never. I, I'll be totally <laughs> honest. Never caught him jerking it, but he did. This is unrelated. He did print off pictures of botched uh breast implant surgeries never uh. never experienced the jerking and this is unrelated to the food conversation but i i i wanted to give you some frame of reference so other than that which was uh truly upsetting and horrifying That's... and to be fair never caught him jerking it so fucking weird uh the the food thing that i was gonna uh. tie it to was that uh dude man would stand behind me while I'm at my desk using my computer and just loudly make love <laughs> to a cup of yogurt. Just, Ooh, 
real juicy. Sorry for that. I, I, I feel bad just doing that just now. I'm stuck on yeah. the breast implant. Oh, yeah, thing. dude, yeah. it's bad. Yeah. The yogurt thing registered in my brain, but I think that the breast implant. Oh, it's dwarfed by that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. But I, I, I felt <laughs> some, some need to uh, address the, you know, because, yeah, when you say bad roommate situation, you, you jump mm-hmm. to jerking it. Well, my hypothesis has not been disproven that right. he, like, has weird jerking habits. Oh, for, right. That's yeah. A, yeah. I was right. like, okay. But, um, yeah, there was something wrong with his jerking it. Did you ever ask him? No. About, you never asked him about the implants? No, because he, he would just fucking talk at me about it. He's like, hey, look at this one. <laughs> what was wrong with them? With him? No, no, the breasts. Like they, I, we're figuring out what was wrong with him by talking well, about the breast. Yeah, it would it would be like a a rupture with the silicon or like a um or silicone. I always get those mixed up. Whatever. What a, the the goo you put in a fake boob? There would be like a rupture with them or like an infection. Like maybe it was done on the cheap or something. I don't know, man. So it was fucking horrible. We're, this is monsters conquer the world. We can talk about real life monsters too. That's that's true. I feel like we're getting more into true crime territory now. No, seriously, but I'm interested, you know? Yeah. Maybe the, maybe maybe this is the shadow episode. Maybe we can put this know. in the into the bonus content. It could be anything. I just am way too interested in what was wrong with these things that he was like, "Yes, I need this." Uh, well, on some level I wonder Was he, he... going to be a doctor? No. No, what not was he even studying. Close. I don't know, dude. I think on some <laughs> level <laughs> I think on some level, it was freshman year. Like, we were all taking gen eds. Okay. Uh, general we, education credits. We can, we can drop it. It's no, I'm just no, like, Ralph. Wow. Let's talk about it. I've never heard of a person doing this. Yes. No, me either. And yeah. I've never encountered it since. <laughs> Where did we leave off? I don't know. I don't fucking know. Chewing. Chewing. Our protagonists eat corn and then a banana. And yep. it's fun. So, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> Unlike ruptured breast implants. Yeah, so, not great. Where do we go from there? We kind of jumped around a bit. Do you want to kind of take it back to the, the beginning? Uh, the beginning of the movie? Bit? Yeah. Um, so one of those characters that was eating a banana, <laughs> um, he starts out in the movie uh, going to some editor, and he's got ideas for monsters that are new monsters that are not like the old monsters that would represent nuclear war and etc. These new monsters would represent uh, homework and a nagging mother. Yeah, mean we moms. must assume, which also is a lot like his girlfriend. Very clearly his uh hard charging girlfriend, which is a weird whole thing to unpack you see that a lot in in japanese movies i think yeah where they're they're like okay mom and like they're just really like bold about it like okay mom and uh wife or whatever they're like same yeah you know which like, that's uh yeah. a lot <laughs> right it's a lot to unpack yeah but it's like it's like a theory here and like seems like it's almost like a given there Right. It's very right. weird. It's just a fact very, of life. Very, very weird. It is, it is extremely weird. Uh, yeah. Speaking of the protagonist, did, did you get like kind of a, a, a Mike Myers vibe from him? His like, hair is a lot like Mike Myers back in the 
like early nineties yeah. Mike Myers. Yeah, and like even even some of his mannerisms kind oh, really? of yeah, like it not so much his face, but like his hair and his body language made made me go like, oh shit, this is like. I don't know. It's Wayne, Wayne Campbell himself, like <laughs> teleported to seventies Japan or something. But yeah, I got that. I got that kind of weird energy off of him. Yeah, I mean, I didn't get much weird energy off of him. I oh, didn't not, get much I guess energy. Not weird energy. Just that I look at him and I, I do think Mike. Mike oh Harris. yeah. Well, I, I just, I thought his hair definitely was like that. But um, well, I think this the whole seventies aesthetic and the fact that it's kind of a, it's, it's almost a spy movie. It's like a mystery caper. Oh, you kind of connects it with Austin like Powers. Thing? I think yeah. I think it yeah. connects to to a little bit of Wayne Campbell, but a little bit of Austin Powers as well. Yeah. It, well, he's the, he's kind of goofy too. Uh, yeah. Goofy, because his ideas for monsters being what they are, just like, oh, well, like a super literal, just like, yeah, kids are afraid of homework. Right. It's yeah. Like, no, that's, it, not, that's not what we meant. Yeah. Like, but yeah, I, I liked that it made the, it made a clear statement in the beginning of the movie that uh, monsters represent fears. Yeah. The old fears are going away uh, for one reason or another. Maybe we're just getting further from nuclear war. The times, they are a-changing. Right. And we need new monsters um, for children. Give us some fresh shit. So this and you ep- said this is sort of a reaction to Gamera at this point, right? Yeah, I especially the focus on uh, the fight, the monster fight, and the little bit of gore and the uh, the, the more kid-friendly approach and the, the wild design of Gigan. Because prior to... Prior to Gigan, Godzilla monsters are kind of like, oh, that's kind of like a dinosaur, and uh, that's a huge bug. Yeah. And you'd, you know, you'd maybe get, well, Toho monsters, you you had a couple robots at this point, but nothing like Gigan, this, like, fucked up cyborg chicken fish and Ultraman monsters are all over are all over the place too. They're buck wild looking. Yeah. There's not, they, they don't go for that versimilitude that the Toho monsters generally do. Yeah, it was um, definitely, to my eye, just seeing a couple Gamera's and seeing a couple Godzilla's, it seemed like post-Gamera, just because of the blood alone. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because this is this is famously the first movie where Godzilla bleeds. Yeah. Uh, prior to this. And, like, gets cut. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, wrestling style, and, just as and it gushing. Just, yeah, gushes out of him. It's uh, It's brutal. Uh, because prior to this, we saw like uh, uh, Ghidra kind of had a little blood come out of his mouth when he got beat up right. in Destroy All Monsters. And then like if a human protagonist got shot, there would be a tasteful circle of red like on their <laughs> shirt, you know. Right. But in this one, yeah, he's just <laughs> splurting out. Oh, it was very cool. It, it, I yeah. mean, it, it's rad, right? Yeah. Like it's exciting. And then uh, Angerus, or Angerus gets cut too, or Angelus. I don't know. There's like five different pronunciations of it. Yeah. But he fucking sprays the screen. It's like, goddamn. Yeah. He, uh, that was a cool monster too. Uh, seeing them swim next to, you, to each other was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I, lo- I love uh, Angerus and Godzilla's relationship at this point in the series because Angerus is actually the first monster Godzilla ever fought oh. way back when, and then they brought him back for these later movies. It's kind of like Godzilla's right-hand man, Yeah, and that's he- a fun dynamic. Yeah, I have not seen a movie with Angerus in it, so uh, that was that was new to me, and I just, I don't know. I mean, 
that made sense to me because when I was watching Anguirus is the one that Godzilla sends to go see what's going on when they play the tape. Yeah, he's kind of his lackey. Yeah, in this. and they uh, repel Anguirus from the shore when he shows up. It just kind of, again, was like thematically or whatever theme I got in my head of like rejecting the old monsters. It's like, well, he's one of the first ones, you yeah. know? Like, and I just love, I love that, and I love their back and forth before he takes off, where yes. he's just like this comic booky. Um, t- talking uh what do you um like the speech bubbles bubbles, yeah speech bubbles yes i that was great it's so much fun and of course it ties in with the main character's job as a cartoonist and oh yeah and i did not put that together but boom there you go and then in the in the dub instead of the because that in the subtitled version you get the speech bubbles and then in the english dub instead of speech bubbles they play like a weird record scratch noise <laughs> and then they have this some voice actor being like angelus you better check okay and and that's fun too i like i don't have a preference like i like yeah. both of those it's uh it's goofy and fun I watched the Japanese one for Godzilla, and Gamera, I think, is more open to, like, dub. I think that's you know? a fair assessment, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Gamera's just really fast and loose. <laughs> it, like, <laughs> doesn't, a, doesn't a, really matter. That's a really good way to describe uh, Gamera. I like that a lot. Uh, def- yeah, definitely fast and loose for uh, the Gamster. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to use that. I'm going to hold you to that name. Yeah, He's the, the gamster from now on. Oh, yeah, that's all yeah. over the blog, dude. I, I, oh, is it? Oh, yeah, man. I come up with dumb nicknames for these guys all the time. Gammy. Oh, well, I can't torture you with it then. No, sorry, dude. I already tortured myself. Oh, all right. <laughs> G-Fresh, G-Money, G-Man, like all that shit is just <laughs> plastered all okay. over the blog. I, it's just the blog is kind of like a fun uh, brain diarrhea for me where I'm just like, here's 7,000 words about a movie. Yeah. It's a lot of words. I'm amazed anyone how, reads it. How do you know which G man you're talking about? Well, G man is, uh, exclusively for Godzilla. I would not call Gamera. Then. Okay. So what's uh, G money. That's also Godzilla. Oh, so, okay. Gamera. Gamera gets like gamster and gammy G something. Is Slam reserved gam. for Godzilla. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> You're going to use that now, aren't you? I think I have. <laughs> I can't recall. But yeah, I come up with dumb nicknames for, yeah. for all of them. Like Ghidorah, I'll call uh, the Gidster or Giddy. All right. You know, uh, Angiris turns into Angie, I think, or Angie. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You know, I for the it's funny for the blog because in the blog, I bounce around too. I don't like review them in any kind of order i don't think i've done a movie with geigen yet but he'll probably be hr giger there yep get it yep yeah so like uh gengo is our cartoonist protagonist he gets shut down by this editor uh tomoko says hey uh we're gonna keep job hunting and he whines about it because he's a fucking baby (laughs) and uh they they go to world children's land which is a theme park? Question mark. It's being built. I right. think. Yeah. It's under construction. Yeah. It's very stark, sort of. We just have the tower mostly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, I love in the in the big miniature set. 
it you know the tower is the focus but do you notice there's like giant cartoon mushrooms are there yeah oh yeah in the fight at the end i saw that yeah and uh, when they walk still really sad oh welcome right. kids well, you want to look at the mushrooms or you want to look at the tower it's it's in this horrible dirt pit yeah. it's like some it's, fucking grab if like it rains quarry. it floods immediately <laughs> Yeah, World Children's Land, because, uh, you know, any great amusement park has to have, like, a theme, right? Like, you know, uh, Disneyland is is famously split up into, you know, you've got Main Street USA that brings you in, and then Fantasyland and Adventureland. And it's all, it's all kind of themed to, you know, imagination and Disney movies and stuff. And it's like, oh, fun, fun for a theme park. And, like, even... Blah, so- blah, whimsy. Whimsy! Or shit. Yeah, nonsense. I love Disney. No, it's fun. And even even uh, Cedar Point, America's rock and roller coast, even that has like a Western themed section and kind of a Main Street section. Yeah. And so World Children's Land similarly has a very cohesive theme of monsters and perfect peace. Perfect yeah, peace comes up a lot. Perfect peace. Perfect peace comes up a lot. And I I don't know. I it's probably like sort of a take on just how people talk about peace when they're being political, you know? Yeah. Like it's going to be peace, but we're going to force it on you. It's fucking yeah. uh, just We're going to bring peace to you. We're going to ram it down your fucking throat. That's what politicians love saying. Yeah. Don't ram that down my throat. And it's like do you know what I'm thinking in my head when you say that? <laughs> anyway. Anyway. What else? Well, so the, the, the theme of the park is perfect peace and monsters. Two things that naturally have always gone hand in oh, hand. right. And so uh, Gengo gets the job because uh, the, the boss man in his bitchin' orange suit, which I think we already talked about. But yep. His, his beautiful neon orange suit. Uh, he, what is his name? I, Kubota. I, yeah. Kubota is the, uh, the, uh, the adult man with glasses and some cool facial hair. And then Fumio is the boy genius in the moon chair. I remember Fumio because, yeah, because they, yeah, they go and try to find Fumio out in in the wild i think they said that he was uh, at a school or something they yeah they so later in the movie our our protagonists are trying to figure out what the fuck is with world children's land because obviously it's weird because it's an insane theme for a theme park and they hired gengo who's a jerk off yeah and, and so something's up and oh and also because um Names. I'm so bad with names. In I, my head, they are. In my head, the characters are cartoonist, karate babe, tape girl, <laughs> tape girl's brother, and so yeah. I'm trying to keep the names straight. Yes, Machiko. Yeah, like, I didn't. It, I didn't remember anyone's name either, except for Fumio. Fumio. And I think because they said it like two or three times, and like everyone else's name, I think they said it like one time and left it. Yeah. So I'm left calling this guy hippie dude. Right. Or, or what? Chubby hippie. Chubby corn hippie. I, uh, in my notes, chubby I have hippie, his... Mike Myers, karate chick, like you said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Tape Girl runs out of the uh, the World Children's Land headquarters when uh, Gengo is going to, like, finalize getting the job. And she drops the tape. And the tape leads us to this, like, fun, weird kind of, like, it's a, it's a little mystery. Like, the, the, all of our characters kind of get together and go on this fun sleuthing. They, they try to dig up some dirt 
on Kubota and Fumio. They go, they like, they go to the hall of records or city hall or whatever. And, dig up that these two dudes actually are from the same kind of like little out of the way, small town. That's like, it's like an hour drive from there and they get there and there's this really, I, I love the human story in this one. I think it's a lot of fun. I was way more interested in the, in the human story. Actually. It's, it's really solid and men in black ripped it off a lot. Did they? Well, think about, so they, they do, they, they go to these guys hometown and they're like, hey, uh, we'd like to talk to people that know Fumio and Kubota. And there's this this older couple who's like, well, y- you can't. They died a year ago. Yeah. It's like, like he was wearing Fumio. Yeah. As and a, they're even bugs. A Fumio suit. They're, they're, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and there was that extended scene where they both uh, asked for sugar water. That was weird. Yeah. Remember that part? Exceedingly weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sugar and water. water. So more. So yeah, there's like wearing other people's skin. Yeah, space cockroaches. I even. think we can go ahead and just ruin that they're aliens. Right? Yeah, we can spoil this movie yeah. from fifty years ago. I right. think. I mean, so it's a movie about aliens wearing people's skin. Yeah, and wanting to. They want to colonize Earth. They want to colonize Earth. So. They want to bring perfect peace to us, and they want to do it by destroying our monsters. And and then presumably us. Yeah, this is where it just gets confusing for, for me because I think of all the monsters as human fears, where it's like, okay, so uh, you want to destroy our fear oh. and bring about peace, but also they... well. I guess I should know who the editor was, but yeah, they want to destroy the monsters and like try to try to bring about peace. And it's like, but they want to do it in a way that is inherently violent and destroys all of Tokyo and right. Everything else. It's peace for them, but it's total chaos and, and terror for us. Right. It's, it's interesting that they leave their plan kind of hazy and vague like they they don't get into super specifics and i think it leaves it kind of open for interpretation like you yes maybe they do want to keep us around and and have us live in quote-unquote perfect peace with them but maybe perfect peace is some like soulless mindless existence where we just do where where they're slaves or maybe we're wiped out like i think they were saying we are we would be vessels for them oh we would be suits yeah, we'd we be more be, we'd be more Egger suits, possibly. But then it's like, why do you need human suits? Why don't you just come here? Yeah, unless I don't know. It's like, I really we'll, don't know. Ralph will never know. But yeah, they destroyed their home planet. Yeah, um, or or the something. Well, and they were the only survivors and came yeah, here. Yeah, and it's interesting. To it's uh, it in their in their exposition dump, their big spiel. It's implied that they weren't originally the top life form on their planet. Oh. But whatever was the top life form was something like us where they polluted themselves to death. And then as space cockroaches, they had this environment <laughs> that they could kind they could kind of grow up and flourish in. But then once they kind of hit sentient, they realized like, oh, our planet's a shithole. Let's go find a nice one. Are they literally cockroaches and that's why they show a cockroach at the end? Yeah. So Men in Black ripped that off too? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, like full full stop. The the villain and primary like arc 
of Men in Black is just ripped right out of Godzilla vs. Gigan. It's fucking wild. That's cr- Godzilla yeah. vs. Mechagodzilla invented Terminator. Is there some... Oh, really? The, it, to, I mean, I hate to spoil this, but like... In Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla, Godzilla shows up and he's being a dickhead, even though in this, you know, at this point in the timeline, Godzilla's a good guy. What's yeah. going on? They blast some skin off and there's metal underneath. Oh, man. Yeah, dude. Well, Godzilla, you're not spoiling the, anything if it's just Terminator. I mean, <laughs> kind of, yeah. Like, uh, th- these Toho monster movies, like, there's... Uh, <sighs> The world of mainstream pop culture has, like, such a weird relationship with these movies, and they're more influential than I think they get credit for. Yeah. There's one called War of the Gargantuas where Tim Burton has name-dropped it as one of his favorite movies. Going back to Brad Pitt, he cited it as, like, the reason he became an actor. Wow. Yeah! And I, and I, uh, oh, uh, Quentin Tarantino heavily referenced it for one of the best fights in Kill Bill Volume 2. Jeez. Yeah. Well, we got to watch that one. It fucking rules. War of the Gargantuas is excellent. Yeah. It is my favorite Toho monster movie that does not have Godzilla in it. Okay. Yeah. Well, we definitely have to watch that eventually. Yeah. Uh, Not to get uh, too far off the track, but we'll probably be doing some that are not monster related for the next couple. I mean, not uh, kaiju related. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's, I mean, that's kind of been part of the, the Monsters Conquer the World blueprint from the get-go was to have kind of like a, a foundation in kaiju movies and then fun branches off into yeah. other monstery things. I'm really looking forward to those because I, I kind of know what I'm talking about in other we, places yeah, that are not this. Right. We have a different dynamic. Yeah. We're kind of on more equal footing yeah. when it comes to the other stuff. I'm really stuff. just like hanging on <laughs> by, by my fingertips when we're talking about Godzilla. Just... <laughs> Well, I'm trying to. I'm very, trying to be barely a good surviving guy. this whole thing. <laughs> Ralph, you're an extremely good sport, so thank you for hanging on. Okay. Well, it's okay. I'm just. I'll, we'll. Uh, I'll let you um, handle the rest of the plot because I have theories, but they're not solid. The rest of my notes are just like, wow, the like action two tape is a banger. <laughs> Or no, the action one tape. I was going to say, I, I remember you saying action yeah. one tape uh, slaps. Oh, kind of weird to see Godzilla doing the breaststroke. That's a <laughs> fucking note that I wrote. That's a great note. Because that's all I have. That's really good, though. Say, yeah. I love that note. Thank you, Ralph. And so, yeah, so our, our I mean, we're, we're kind of just blasting through the, yeah. it's not, it's not like a, you know, it's not war and peace, right? Like, no, the, it's. Our, our, our cool hippies kind of crack the the mystery of what's going on, and uh, some of them get taken prisoner by these cockroach aliens. Uh, and so our remaining heroes, uh, Tape Girl and Corn Hippie, I'm just going to use my names for them. Because Corn Hippie is good. Corn Hippie is fucking top notch. He's great. So they, they roll up to the Godzilla Tower, which is... Uh, which is awesome. I fucking love this movie. Uh, I love that we get a big monster fight in an amusement park. I think that was a long time coming. But, but uh, to to break our heroes out, they invent zip lining like it's no big deal. <laughs> I didn't know that you were seriously saying they invented it. Well, I, don't, I mean, I don't have any facts to back that up. Oh, okay. Was anyone zip lining earlier than 72? I used to think it was the coolest thing in the world. It se- I think it seems awesome. It I've never seems done like a it. lot of fun. I've never done it. Yeah. And then that South Park episode came out and like shit all over it. But I'm like, I don't believe I don't believe them. I think it looks fun. I think it looks fun, too. Ralph, I like the zoom. Let's go ziplining. It-
Yeah. That'll be our next episode. Okay. Is, we'll record it live. Will it just be us we... screaming? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Woo! It seems like I should be dying. Woo! But I'm not. <laughs> so, yeah, so they zip line. They zip line out, and they they try to go to the army to be like, hey, army guys, there are alien invaders, and they're, they brought monsters Let's go fuck them up. And the army's just like, we can't. We, like, and that's it. Our weapons stop. will not work. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is a little fucked up because earlier the army rolled up and made Angiris fuck Repelled off. And, yeah. Like, yep. With, with uh, minimal fuss. Seriously, just fired a lot of bullets at yeah. this monster and it went away. Yeah. And uh, Mazer tanks. That's what those big satellite dish lasers are. They're, uh, oh, yeah. they're, they're called maze. And for the longest until uh, last night, I thought the mazer was just, uh, pseudoscience, like oh, yeah, sci-fi bullshit. That's real. But a yeah. mazer. Yeah. Mazer's a real thing. Yeah. That blew my mind. It's yeah. I it, thought they were just like, well, it's an acronym, right? Yeah. And it's, uh, it's what microwave amplifier. Yeah. It's the same acronym as laser, but instead of light, it's microwave. I think, I think so. Yeah. And I, that, uh, that seriously blew my fucking mind because I thought I thought the Mazer was up there with the lightsaber or kryptonite. It's just this fantastical <laughs> thing that we whipped out and it works kind of good against monsters. But uh, no, it's for real. And that uh, that was a lot of fun for me. Are you looking up what it stands for? Oh, I'm just whipping out my Mazer. Whip it out. Um, Whip. I have the definition I'm trying to figure out with the acronym. Mike... I also Microwave saw... amplification by stimulated emission of radiation. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. That, uh, that's kind of an iconic Godzilla thing is those tanks. But what's funny is that those actually debuted in War of the Gargantuas. Oh. So a lot of that footage of the Mazer tanks is stole not stolen, but reused from War of the Gargantuas, specifically when Gigan kind of has to army crawl behind the trees yeah. and the laser kind of cuts through the tree line. So they had no money left they, for this movie. They were they were skating on fumes and it's uh it 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 I, I love the 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 chutzpah of like okay we're gonna we're gonna do a big alien invasion Godzilla movie. We've got seven dollars. Let's fucking do <laughs> yeah. it anyway. Yeah. Like I love that gumption of like, who cares if we don't have the money? We're gonna we're gonna jam sh- some shit together and it's gonna work. Like, yeah. And it does. Uh, and the so at this point in the production cycle, the original special effects director AJ Subaraya had sadly passed away. Oh. And for this movie, one of his proteges, uh, Teriyushi Nakano, had taken over, and he hated having to reuse old footage because of the low budgets. But you know, he kind of grinned and bared it. The other thing he leaned on with the lower budget is lots of explosions. Yes, there were and, a lot, and it fucking rocks. Like fire and explosions are cheap, and Teriyushi is like. Fuck it, let's lean on it. Yeah, there were, like, tons of action in this one. I just, like, I'm even thinking, like, oh, is there anything else I can say about the human story? It's like, no, there's <laughs> nothing else. Because at this point, it just becomes a straight-up monster fight movie. Yeah, yep. It um, it was all kind of, it just all kind of led up to this, and so we have, uh, we get a little bit of Ghidra and Gigan just going ape shit on Tokyo. Uh-huh. And we were talking about this, 
as we were watching it, that's one of the first Godzilla things I ever saw was guy specifically Geigen in the dark coming out of smoke lit from beneath by flickering fire. And it, I was like nine or 10 and it was, I think it, overloaded my brain and i just was like i'm gonna keep flicking because i don't know what this is yeah i can't imagine having uh never seen anything like this and just seeing that yeah yeah just getting dropped right into that yeah. i think either sci-fi channel or like tbs was playing it and, yeah, I was, and it just broke my brain i probably saw Wee's big adventure way before uh any other monster movie yeah so I mean, it kind of undercuts the power of the monster movie in a way because you're seeing it being sort of made fun of way before you actually oh, yeah. see the real thing. Yeah. Um, they've still been very cool uh, since I started watching them more seriously. But yeah, yeah like Pee Wee's Big Adventure being the... I mean, that and, was probably my first experience with it, too, was, would have like, been Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. Wasn't Ghidra, like, riding yeah. on a... Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they <laughs> you get, Like, it's knocked down. Yep. And I think uh, Godzilla ends up in, like, Santa's sleigh. In Santa's sleigh. Pee-wee's yeah. Big Adventure <laughs> is such a good fucking movie. If you've never seen it, stop this podcast right now that, and go yeah. watch that movie. I gotta assume... Probably. If you right? if you're listening you've to this, it? you've probably seen it. Yeah. It's it's seriously one of the best movies ever. Oh. Jess just found a quote unquote band music video of the song that Twisted Sister is playing. Yeah. In the movie. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna burn in hell. Yeah. But this 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 fake band video is just clips from Pee Wee's Big Adventure, kind of in oh. time with the music, okay. and it is so choice. No, there's so many like fantastic jokes in that in that movie that i did not get as a kid or a teenager or like just like every time i watch it there's just like another joke we're like oh yeah it it is so layered with excellent gags it's got an mst3k sort of layering where like if you watch mst3k multiple times you get you find more jokes in it. It it rewards repeat viewings. Right. Cause sure. you, you've had more life experience in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. great shit. It's, it's fantastic, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's, I, I love the, I love the conceit that on the Warner brothers studio lot, apparently a full Japanese <laughs> cast yeah. and crew had decided to make, being done. yeah. <laughs> Um, and yeah, it is, it is kind of, uh, it, it does seem to specific cause Tim Burton was, a, or is he still with us? Oh, Tim Burton is a connects, huge Godzilla fan. That connects to what you talked about earlier. Yeah. Yeah. He's a huge nerd for this shit. There's a, a very fun series of pictures of him, uh, visiting both the, uh, Toho studio and the Subaraya studio. He's a big Ultraman fan too. Damn. So he's like geeking out with, uh, Gan Q and all these strange ultra monsters. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. He should like direct one um, uh, under a different name or something so yeah. that people didn't, people don't think that Johnny Depp should be in it or something. Right. And oh God. He should do uh, like Stephen King had uh, uh, Richard Bachman, this pseudonym. Right. He that should he have make. another name. He should. Oh, that would be cool. And then he doesn't have to have sp- like spooky stuff in it. Right. It doesn't need to be black and white spirals everywhere right. with a yeah. Danny Elfman score. Exactly. Which I loved that shit up to a point. Up until about 1996, I was like, yeah, black and white spirals with Danny Elfman. And um, then I burned out. Yeah. I mean, you do the same thing over and over again. But I mean, maybe in 10 years, I'll watch Alice in Wonderland or something and be like, eh, it wasn't that bad. 
I, will, I, don't I mean, know. it's not great. I I've did just see been it. proven wrong so many times in my life, you know? All right. Well, it's but good to go in with an open mind. Well, no, I mean, we're really off on a tangent now, but yeah. I think with uh, artists uh, that have a style like that, uh, him and, like, Wes Anderson and stuff, like, I guess specifically with Wes Anderson, like, hit, all his movies have been good that I've seen. It's just like, am I into this or not? Like, cause he's doing the same thing and he's doing it consistently well, Yeah. but maybe I've just had enough, you know? Yeah, that's possible. Like I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat too. I, I've liked pretty much everything by Wes Anderson. I've seen, even though it is kind of the same. Yeah. After a while you're stuff. like, okay, well I've kind of seen every, I've seen the Wes Anderson movie that he keeps making, you know? Yeah. But, I guess you wouldn't marathon them, right? It's, it's I, good to see. I don't know. It's good to see one every couple of years, but I don't yeah. know if you'd watch them all back to back. Just one guy's opinion. But yeah, that's just kind of how I feel about like when people get like sick of art, distinctive artists is yeah. usually like you're just done with them. Like right. they didn't get bad. Like, but Tim Burton might have just I think just that's different with Tim Burton bad. specifically, but that is yeah. that is a big can of worms and and we are kind of uh in the weeds maybe. Oh, we are. Should we should we go weeds further are where into the weeds? I, live, man. I do love the weeds. Uh like, I don't venture out into the into the the, the not weeds, the cornfields very often. <laughs> you don't. No. That's where the corn is. <laughs> Corn hippies out there, yeah. you know he's out there. Like, yep. oh hey, this is for free, right? Uh, do you mind? Can I take this? <laughs> he wrapped it in foil. Was that weird, or is that a thing that people? Oh do? no, people do that. Okay, yeah, that's I, that's I where love you that keep gag. corn. I love that gag because he puts it to the he puts it to Gengo's back, and you can even see a little <laughs> bit of silver in his hand. So you're like, oh shit, yeah. hippie is strapped. Yeah, with corn. <laughs> I was like, they're eco terrorists. They're not. He's just got corn. No, they're just dweebs. It's great. Uh, no, I love I love Ghidra and Gigan's rampage. Even though half of it is reused footage from uh, Ghidra, the three headed monster. Yeah. I think all the new Gigan stuff looks fucking radical. And then it turns into it turns into a tag team monster fight. Yeah. And at one point, Godzilla is like, "Hey, can you please fucking help me out here?" There to is Anguirus. A, there is a weird moment where Anguirus and Ghidra are both just watching. Right, and Gears is just like, eh, eh, <laughs> and you're like, fucking do something, you're a monster. Hey, bud, hey, bud, yeah. you want to like, I don't know, contribute? And I'm just sitting there watching it thinking like, why is he not, is, what is Angiris' gender? I think he's a boy. Okay, so why isn't Angiris doing anything? He should be doing something. He should be, unless. And then Godzilla said it for me. Right, That's yeah, Godzilla yeah. does say, like, hey, bro, like, hook it up. Yeah. And then there's that that fucking move where where Angiris turns around <laughs> and just rockets himself backwards. Because Angiris his... has a spike shell. Yeah, big, big spiky carapace, and it's so yeah. satisfying when he does that. It's because they do it, like, three times because they know how good it is. They know they have gold. So Godzilla like, just like... wrenching Ghidra's heads backwards. Yep. Like, exposing its neck, and then... This and other monster just jumping at him yep. with a spike shell. It's it's gold. It's and it's a we were t- in when we were talking about Gamera versus Jiger. I had talked about gags, yeah, and how generally Toho movies don't really have gags like Gamera does. But that's a fucking gag, and it's a good one. I'd say yeah, that's that's a gag. Yeah, and or, then it, or it's just cool, right? 
Well, it's a it's a it's a special move, right? Like if this is yeah. a video game, that would be a super move that you have to do a quarter circle on the D pad before you hit the button. Right, and if it were a pro wrestling match, it would be like a signature move, like not quite a finisher, but like yes. everyone knows it's coming in the middle of the match. Yep. Yeah, yeah there's the big obvious. It's the setup people's for it. elbow. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, and then and then it's followed immediately by Godzilla just. Taking him by all three <laughs> necks and throwing him over his shoulder. Just the and sli- toss. And yeah. It's so good. And they do that three times because, again, they're like, this is fucking radical. Yeah. We all know it. The kids at home are going to know it. Let's do that again. Yep. It's also uh, it, it's also like a instant replay. Yeah. Again, to compare to wrestling, it's, uh, it you know. I was unclear on whether he was doing this three times in a row or if you were showing it to me three times in a row. That's a good question. I think I just I just want it to happen three times in a row, so right. I just assume that. Well, if it was three times in a row from different angles, I would assume this is a replay of the same thing, but it was three times in a row from the same angle. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Again, so very low budget for this con- movie. Confusion set in. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Fair enough. It's really, it's really choice and shit. That's like the end of the fucking movie. That's pretty much it. I mean, there's after the hippies break out, they have this great trap where they, they put boxes of dynamite in the elevator and there's this big fun illustration that Gengo did of all five of them looking oh, badass. Yeah. And I, I just, it was, it was they, funny. Well, we got to back, we got to back up a little bit. Yeah. You're going to blow up a building mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of TNT in it and you just, filled it with TNT and then like you all sat down or maybe one of you sat down to draw a life-size drawing of the five people in your crew. Yeah. So that you could tape it to the TNT boxes just in case someone happened to open the door to see the TNT boxes. They would also see a wonderful um, illustration of five of you. Yeah. Well, they all look badass, too. Did you notice they, they all like, have, like, cool in poses? Spy and, poses. Yeah, and they got, like, guns and stuff. And I, I guess I always assumed, since our main character is a cartoonist, I just figured he whipped oh, that up real quick. Cause maybe. Because that's, that's his skill. Yeah. Was it you who I was talking to where you were talking about, like, these guys who can just, like, like just, just fucking draw? Like, like it's spilling out of them. Was yeah, that you? That might we might have been talking about. That actually sounds familiar. Yeah. Of, of yeah, like they where just, their just hand is moving and it's like okay. nonchalantly, yep. they're not even trying. Here yeah, I guess I assumed. I, I kind of assumed Gengo was that kind of he artist where he be. could just yeah. Because when he was pitching his unfinished comic book to that editor, like he he's it's the layouts are done, the panels are all, are all done. Like he's got a weird way of making a comic book where it's not he's not doing full size drawings he's he's packing it onto the page i figured he's like a like and that's why he's kind of a fuck up at everything else because he's just a savant at at illustration oh yeah yeah that's uh really common it's just like you get absorbed in one thing you get good at that and then you're like kind of a dingus yeah i like him yeah i do too i think he's fun He's I like this whole crew. I a like, lot more likable than most main characters. Yeah. Yep. He's 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 fun. This whole crew is fun. I like it's got this great hippie counterculture kind of vibe to it where yeah. the bad guys, I mean, even though they look super fresh in their orange suits, they are kind of like 
essentially establishment squares where they're like, we know what's right for everyone. We're going yeah. to enforce it. And here comes this ragtag gang of hippies who blow it the fuck up. Yeah, I guess that's the difference between how a sort of weird corporate entity would 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 say peace. We're going to bring you peace and how people would rather live. Yeah. You know, like a corporate peace is totally different from like a ground up sort of like, like real vision of peace. peace. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's that's kind of an interesting yeah way to Oh, yeah, that sort of ties into um like my only interpretation of this movie is just like and I don't necessarily subscribe to this, but like it's like it seemed like they were trying to say like don't let um sort of like outsiders come in and offer you offer to create peace for you like maybe it would be better to like deal with your own problems you know uh and create your own sort of peace i would say you know like maybe accept help from others right but you know it just seemed like maybe if there's back. a message in the movie it's like well don't uh, don't accept peace from people who don't know what peace is yeah you know I like that. That makes yeah. that makes a lot of sense to me. And I think when it comes to like digging deep and finding the meaning of this movie, I think I landed on something similar. Like, yeah. Like they fucked up their own planet and then they just left. And then they're like, well, we won't fuck up yours. <laughs> trust us. Yeah. Trust us. We're, we're literally space cockroaches. You can trust right. us, right? Right. It's it's very strange. Oh, yeah. It's, um, it, it's it, a I, kooky little movie. I guarantee it's not like super well um plotted out meaning wise but like it, it, there is something there's a kernel under there of yeah. something yeah there is i think there is something real to latch onto, and i think that's why um i i had typically when it comes to like my my internal godzilla movie ranking i'd always kind of put this right around the middle like i liked it but wasn't you know in love with it or anything but it this didn't most- quite know what it wanted to be sort of i think mostly because of the sequencing yeah yeah, if if they had spread out the monster action a little more evenly, I think that would help the movie a lot because and that's it's kind of interesting. There are a handful of Godzilla movies where they do just kind of throw their hands up in the air and go, "Eh, the last 40 minutes of monster fight." Uh yeah. the, the first one I that, stopped halfway through and I it, said we should finish this when we get to your apartment and we sat down to watch it and it was just a fight. Yeah, I and had, I, 40 minutes of movie left. I was really okay with that. No, but, I mean, but I know I that's not too... to everybody's cup of, or everybody. I know that's not to everybody's taste. Well, I just didn't realize that like, it would be that, that, <laughs> that like there's, there's a line in the sand. Once you cross it, it's all <laughs> monster fights. So yep. that, and yeah, that's just, I, en- I ended my viewing perfectly before the monster fights. Right, right. You 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 accidentally found this like exact act break in right. the movie. And if I'm going to watch any portion of the movie with you, it's definitely going to be the monster fights. Yeah. You know, like if I have to choose sort right. of thing. Right. Yeah. Though I mean all that said, I genuinely like the I mean I've I've said it a million times, but I I dig these characters and I like this this weird little mystery that they unravel mm-hmm. and I it's a little lopsided and the low budget shows through a lot, but I think overall this is a super fun little movie. And yeah. I, it, it went from kind of exact middle of my ranking to the low end of the top. I think it, it bumped up like a solid notch and a half. Yeah. It's like, I guess this maybe mo- won't be the most exciting episode we have, but seriously, that's, that's it. It's like kind of in the middle. Yeah. It's like, okay. 
it's a it's a solid effort. Good one. And I yeah, I think I yeah. think it gets by on how 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 audacious Geigen himself is. I love his personality. Yeah. He's a he's a, a a mean bully and a little bitch who will kick you when you're down. But as soon as the fight starts going sideways, one of my favorite parts of the movie is he he's like, okay, peace out, I'm done. He yeah. tries to fly he's a coward. off, yeah. and Godzilla's like, no, 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 we're not done yet. And he shoots <laughs> right. him down twice. It's so good with the fire breath that I was yeah. wondering if he had in this movie. Oh yeah, he he saves it for Geigen to to not you know where are you going, motherfucker? We're still fighting. Yeah, that's a pro wrestling thing too. Yeah, like classic heel, heel leave move. the ring. Yep. Yeah. Yep, it's great. Oh, and kind of uh, circling back to earlier when Angiris and Ghidra are just mysteriously watching. I mean, that's that's how tag team matches work. They they just didn't build yeah. the ring for this movie. They were both outside the ring. They, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they would work that out to like create a barrier. I've thought about that before. You have. Of course I have. And I always thought it would be fun if uh, power uh, power lines would be perfect for that, right? Yeah. The big electrical towers as the turnbuckles. Uh, yeah. Right? I mean, like, if you were going to go all the way and, like, like have full them, cartoon like, madness. hold on to the, to the power lines and just, like, reach their paw over the side. Right? Yeah. I'm, dude, someday I'm, I'm going to uh, do a lot of programming and I'm going to hack a wrestling game and replace all the wrestlers with giant monsters and it's going to be the best game in the world. Someday. You want to, you want to know what I heard about, um, tagging in and in and out yes uh in wrestling it might ruin tag team matches for you oh really i i mean i gotta know now it's the secret yeah i heard and i have not verified that if they hold their hand out palm down Mm -hmm. and they're like wiggling their fingers like for the tag they're like hey come on come on come on it means they're not getting the tag oh and if they have their hand palm up and they're like, no, come on, come on, come on, give me the tag. You know, like kind of waving. That's when they'll get the tag. They're getting the tag. That's interesting. That's like their signal to each other whether oh, they want it or not. Right. Whether it's time. Oh, that's bad. Dude, I, I don't consider myself a smark when it comes to wrestling. No, And that's not a real is. term, right? Like, I, no, it is a real term. Oh, it is? Yeah. It's smart mark and then people right. just shortened it. Right. Um, I, but I do love the secret, like under, not underworld, but like the secret code and all of the, all yeah. of the stage magic of pro wrestling. That to me is as like, I enjoy that as much as the actual show itself. Right. And well, and it's it, knowing that won't actually ruin a match for you. If you're watching the match for like the way that you would watch a movie like this, where you're right. like, I know that these are guys in suits. Exactly. Does it ruin the movie for you? Nope. No. You're still there's still a bit of buy-in and you might still watch a pro wrestling match like watching for uh the highs and lows and how they work the crowd and there are all kinds of wonderful things that you can really, you know, sink your teeth into. The, yeah, just like the, you could with a movie. Right. The the yeah. drama and the fight choreography and their performances is, Right. Knowing that it's fake it doesn't matter. Nothing. I know, yeah, it tells I know you all this shit is yeah, fake. It's you still know fun. Godzilla's fake. I do. Yeah. I. It was really hard to, you know, that was a hard pill to swallow, but I do right. know that Godzilla <laughs> is not real and I cannot be friends with him no matter how bad I right. want to. And no matter how much I know deep down that I would be a very good friend to Godzilla and we would actually yeah. get along awesomely and it would be really cool. But I do, um, I do love the 
pure physicality of actual people mm-hmm. actually grappling with each other. I think there is something like kinetic and exciting about that. Yeah. That and as much as I love CGI or even stop motion for the, the fidelity and the detail and the realism, there is this chaos energy that comes with actual guys throwing each other through model buildings. That is like endlessly exciting. Like I even, I watched I watched this movie basically one and a half times. I watched the whole thing uh, before we got together and then watched the final 40 yeah. with you. Yep. And both fucking times, I'm on the edge of my seat. I got a <laughs> stupid grin on my face, even though I had just watched this same fight. <laughs> like night before. Yeah, maybe yeah. 18 hours earlier. And it's just, I don't know, man. There's some kind of magic there. And yeah. it... Uh, it's its own thing. It's a it's a different thing, but they're they're kind of two sides of the same coin, and I love that coin. Mm-hmm. It's a great fucking coin, dog. Yeah. Speaking of the the actors and their performances and the 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 power that that brings, this was Haru Nakajima's last time as Godzilla. He had a twelve movie run mm-hmm. uh, because it's the twelfth uh, movie in the franchise. So it's it's his farewell, and I think he does a bang up job. What happened to him? Did he just retire? Yeah, I just quit. Okay, because this is insane, insanely hard and dangerous work. Yep, and, and you lose twenty pounds every time you're in the suit. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, the guy playing Gigan, uh, his name is Kenpachiro Satsuma. And he previously played Hedora in the movie before this. And then he would go on to play Godzilla in the 80s and 90s movies. And, <laughs> and uh, he's he, he I didn't know this about him. Uh, he passed out pretty much all the time. <laughs> like, just from sweat. Yeah, just because he's trapped in these horrible suits. Uh, there's when he was. In the Hedora suit for the last movie, his appendix burst. Oh, my God. And so they had to operate on him in the suit. What? Yeah. They couldn't get him out of it in time, and it was it was too bad. And then, Ralph, get this. Uh, that's when he discovered painkillers don't work for him. Oh, no. So he had to raw dog a fucking appendic- appendectomy while in a humongous monster suit. Or an appendectomy had to raw dog him. Ah, oh. yeah. <laughs> I guess yeah, that's a little more accurate, <laughs> yeah. right? But yeah, no, I uh, I I love these guys. I don't know. It's it it's that pro wrestling thing where it's like I like the show, and then all the all the nitty gritty yeah. behind the scenes shit is like as exciting for me. Right? Yeah, I hate to bring it back to the same thing, but it's like, oh, okay, I understand that. I understand yeah. pro wrestling. Right. I, I well, that's the, I, yeah. that was a big. That's how I tricked you into this, Ralph. That I was is, like, you said it's pro wrestling, Ralph. You should watch it. Yeah. And, and it's true. Yeah. Signed a corda. Signed a corna. I was trying to see. That's our sign off sorta. now. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Oh, Signed a corna. Signed a corna. I'm not doing that. I'm. Thank you. Jesus. <laughs> Me neither. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I, <clears throat> how are we doing, Ralph? How are we doing on the oh, old we're TikTok arena? We're there? Yeah, we should. Um, we got some juicy shit. We should sign a corna now. Let's sign the corner. Yeah. Uh, first, I want to get your final thoughts on this film. Uh, I'm actually fully agreeing with you in that it is, like, from what I've seen, even, like, mid-tier. Maybe yeah. a, a bit above mid-tier. Good shit. Um, because we watched Shin and all that together. And, yeah. And, like, all those kinds of movies that I really the really more like. thematic and thoughtful movies. But, yeah, I would put this in the middle, a little above. And that's... 
you said you, you, it just moved up a little bit. Yeah, it moved yeah. it moved up a little bit for me. I I I love this movie, but the 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 thing that holds it back is is its budget. Like sadly, that comes through in a few places, and I think yeah. holds it down. The uh, the earlier drafts of this movie, because this was written by Kitamura and Sekizawa, kind of the, the monster dream team at Toho. They each had an earlier draft of the movie. And one thing that both of their drafts had in common, they were three on three monster fights. Well, where'd these other two monsters go? It's it's actually funny that you mentioned that. A lot of the ideas got cannibalized into later movies. Like Megalon was in the mix. He's in the mm. next movie. Uh a, a, a kind of a, a statue come to life called Majin Tool got turned into King Caesar in uh, the first Mechagodzilla movie. So okay. it's neat. Like they, they kind of spewed out all these cool ideas and they couldn't cram them into this one. Again, I assume because of the budget limitation, but they did kind of live on in later movies. So was that the inspiration for, for Mannequin? Yeah. Yep. Actually, I, I not, another classic case of Hollywood know, secretly I'm... ripping off these movies. This is stupid. We yeah. shouldn't even watch other movies. No, that Ralph, I've been saying that for years. Cause guess what doesn't fucking happen in mannequin, a monster fight. <laughs> they kiss or what? Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody ever, uh, uh, a 300 foot tall dinosaur never choke slams a robot through the empire nope. state building. So fuck it. That doesn't happen to, uh, Kim Jong-il. What is her name? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I know Kim Cattrall, right? Thank you. Yeah. I almost said Kim Kardashian. There's a lot of like dicey Kim. I can only you can hold one to. Kim in my head at a time. <laughs> Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. Kimmy Gibbler. A lot of Kim. Okay. Well, you have a lot more Kim space than I do. Yeah, I do. I just do the one. I got the one. You got one Kim, and it's Kim Cattrall. That's a good. That's a good pick, Ralph. So, uh, did did we squeeze all the juice out of this? Do you feel? Do you feel confident in the in you the know, juice squeezing? This whole time, I forgot that we were squeezing juice. Oh yeah, but we were squeezing. We were really squeezing. The you juice. didn't even know it. And I think that we got a lot of juice out of this. We got a we got a jug full of Geigen juice. We really wrung it. Yeah. Uh, we really wrung out this um this lemon. It's not a lemon. It's in like an orange, like a blood orange. I was well. I was just gonna ask you if Geigen juice had to be, uh, or if Geigen juice had a flavor. What would you imagine? Because I know what I would imagine. Actually, blood orange is not that far off. Yeah, I was thinking Mountain Dew Baja Blast because he's so <laughs> extreme. It's totally different flavors. <laughs> oh yeah, wildly. I can see both of them though. Yeah, right. And because Geigen is uh, artificial. Yeah. So is Baja Blast. Yeah. And yeah, that works probably you, you gotta, better. You kind of got what I was going for, but I get where you came from with oh, Blood Orange because the gore. I can tie together any kind of bullshit that you need me to tie together. So. And that's, yeah. Ralph, that is why you make this podcast work. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so far. Yeah, yeah. dude. Um, yeah. I, I think we juice this one. Uh, yeah. We should thank, oh, we should thank oh, our people. Oh, we got some thanking to do. Don't think we I forgot. We got some major thanks to give I here. got the, I got my page. And some news, I guess, because we, we should say. Oh, I was, was going to ask you about that beforehand, but maybe I'll, maybe I'll just launch into it. And if it's bad or wrong, you can just cut it. And these right. guys will never know. <laughs> these, they don't know anything. These marks, more wrestling terms. <laughs> 
So yeah, do your your thing. Yeah, well, um, actually, first, Ralph, I want to thank you. I kind of oh. thanked you a second ago, well, but I want to thank you again for creating Harkzilla and letting us use it yep. as our theme song. Oh, and thank you, Matt, for doing all of the research and writing the blog. Oh wow, thanks! And the also, blog that we draw uh, our material from. Yeah, it's it's the well that we spring forth from. And I also wanted to thank you for all your excellent editing and producing. The, uh, the last episode had a very fun uh, sound gag that made me cackle the first time I heard it. The, the party, party, party horns, yeah. yeah that was uh, fantastic. Um, I also want to thank our brilliant and handsome patrons. Like the pharaohs of ancient Egypt, they are living gods sent here to rule over us. Yes. Uh, be sure to visit MonstersConquerTheWorld.com for more monster-mashing kaiju goodness. Uh, I've got some Ultraman episode reviews coming up, so hopefully that'll be out later this month. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at MonstersConquer. I post fun, monstery bullshit on there. Uh, also, our Facebook group, Facebook.com slash MonstersConquerTheWorld. Doing a, a Kaijulai movie marathon here uh, last Sunday of the month on the 28th. We're going to start at 2 p.m. Eastern. And I like to keep the lineup for these a surprise, but I will say Godzilla vs. Megalon is going to kick it off because that movie is fucking crazy and I've never talked about it. Uh, on Well, I mean, not on like a blog post or a podcast. And so it's, it's, it is time. <laughs> it is time. Uh, MonstersConquerTheWorld.com also has the open invite to the Discord so you can jump in there and yak with us about shit. Uh, Ralph, what's up with Hellscape? Um... We still just we just released the FDSDF album. We uh, sold some of those tapes. There's still some available. HellscapeRecords.bandcamp.com. If you would like tapes or CDs, some some of our CDs. Um, yeah, if you like was bitchin' music, check out Hellscape. And uh, if you like what you hear, if you're digging the podcast, you can go to www.patreon.com slash monstersconquer. Uh, you can become a patron. And so, Ralph, this is where I was like, I'm this not is the sure big if we one. should talk about this. But... We should. Okay, cool. Yeah. Perfect. I thought it would be cool. So one of our patrons, Shelly, has uh, recently bumped up. He's to bumped the... up to the 25 level. Yeah, we got a special new tier where if you if you sign up for that, you get to pick the content for an episode. Yep. So that's when you're a you're a Godzilla. Yes. Shelly is a Godzilla. Shelly has yeah. Shelly has I'll mutated. Put in the sound right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One of those. Yep. And uh, Shelly has fucking incredible taste uh, because they have determined that we should do an episode about Jason X. Oh my god. Which I am over the moon I'm to fucking talk about. So fucking thrilled to do Jason X, because we would we would have really gotten to that eventually. But like, yeah, this is a really good excuse to just like really do the research let's well. Ju- let's and just jump dig into it deep and mm. like, you you know, oh my god, that what film, a good choice! It is a treasure, and I couldn't be happier it about is that choice. Hated? Is so it still hated. hated? Are people still mad about it? You know, I'm actually a bad judge of what people like or hate, but right. I thought that people hate Jason X because it's so different from the other ones. Well, and it's it it is fully tongue in cheek, and it is like completely just have like let's have fun with Jason. Fuck it, let's go nuts. It, it's totally a fuck it movie, and I mean we'll get more into it like when we actually start talking about it. But like 
it's kind of a crass sort of like um it's buck wild yeah uh so yeah so if you if you become a patron and you take the reins of of the Godzilla level yeah. you can you can throw your idea at us for an episode and we'll do it yep yep you call the shots for that episode so uh definitely like Consider it. Uh, also, shouts out to Chelsea and Riccio uh, for being amazing patrons. At any level, you get cool Discord flares. So you, when you pop in there, you look cooler than regular schmucks. Right. At the $5 level, you get access to our secret shadow episode. Which we're about to record now. We're going to do one on Crawl. Yes. Sort of. We just saw Crawl. Like half on Crawl, half on some just odds shit and ends. We like. Yeah. And we get to be a little looser. Lucy Goosey. I love being loose. We get to we get to uh uh let our hair down a little bit. Yeah. Like the like the geeky girl in a coming of age teen dramedy. We get to sh- we get to take our glasses off and shake our hair out and oh my god, we've been beautiful all along. Yeah, I'll decide later if that stays in the episode. <laughs> Oops. Um, you can subscribe to us on your podcatcher of choice. You can rate us on Apple Podcasts. You can share us on social media or tell friends that might be interested in this. Or you could design, build, and open a Monsters Conquer the World themed amusement park, complete with a giant laser shooting statue of Ralph. Um, that's an option. Yeah. We're not going to rule it out. Um, if you want to do that, we, there is some paperwork that we would need to sign. Uh, so please uh, hit us up before you build a theme park and we will talk about it. Or just, you know, ask for forgiveness instead of permission, right? <laughs> Is that a the phrase that capitalists use? <laughs> oh, oh, I mean, probably. Yep. Don't act like you wouldn't love a 400-foot-tall statue of yourself that shoots lasers. That might be the one, like, super uh, vanity-infused thing that I allow. Like, right? Yeah, okay. Like, Let's do that. You can't argue yeah. with that. That's right. too good. Yep. Um, are we, we sign, what did we say earlier? Sign it off him? <laughs> oh, no. I tried to say kind of, sort of, and it turned into to sign to corda. Sign to corda. Sign to corda. Yeah. All right, guys. Have a great day and, or night and uh, sign to corda. Sign to corda.